This radio show is a paid placement. Live the next chapter of your life on your terms. Stay tuned for the latest on retirement planning, tax strategies, and other financial news to grow your nest egg. This is Retire Right with Sean Mueller, powered by Mueller Retirement Planning. Let's get this party started, huh? Welcome back. Thanks for joining us on Retire Right. I'm James Parker, and every week we get together to talk about getting to and through retirement. Joining me today is Sean Mueller of Mueller Retirement Planning. How's it going, Sean? It's going well, James. Good to be back. All right. So uh, let's just jump right into business because as a financial planner here, you've been focused on helping people save money and invest it wisely for, for decades. But when you retire, it's time to shift to preserving and then maximizing what you saved uh, to make sure your income lasts as long as you need it. And the steps we're going to go over today could be the difference between you hoping that your money is going to last and living your best case scenario. So, uh, Sean, how concerned should the guy listening be about running out of money in retirement? Yeah, it's a real concern. Uh, so there's actually some interesting facts that that go along with that, that the Employee Benefit Research Institute uh, actually had a study on it. And it showed that 40% of households where the head of household is between the ages of 35 and 64 are projected to run short of money in retirement. So right there, that causes for concern. And then even the wealthier baby boomers aren't immune to this with 13% of boomers in the highest income quartile are projected to potentially run out of money over a 35-year retirement. So you might be thinking, oh, that's that's a long retirement, 35 years. Well, all right, well, let's just talk about 20 years. Well, 8% of well, the high- on, you you use You're using this term quartile. Um, I don't, I'm not sure if everyone's keeping up with that quartile. I, I'm assuming you mean the top 25% of income earners? That is correct. Thank you for that. Okay, Thanks. That's, that's why like, you're here, James. Well, that Thank sounds you. really wild. The 13% of the, the top earners are going to run out of money. Yeah. And, you know, as you know, it all comes down to planning. So where I was getting to was we're looking at 35 year retirement. You could break it down to, you know, a 20 year retirement, still 8% of those higher income earners could potentially run out of money. So these are people that, you know, have saved quite a bit in their nest eggs more than your average person and still have the potential of running out of funds. Well, you know, maybe it's not that they didn't save enough. Maybe they're just spending too much. Yeah, that's that's huge. You know, not having a budget and just spending, 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 not understanding how much you can spend in retirement. And that's really where a plan comes in. So what are some of the other factors? I mean, it's not just spending, but what are the other things that come into play when people find out that they've run out of money in retirement? Yeah, there's a few. Definitely illness. What happens if you get sick? Uh, long-term care. So basically, what if you need uh, long-term care and really the average is somewhere in that two and a half, three years that you could potentially be in a long-term care facility. And that alone is going to have a huge impact on your retirement if you're not planning for it. But what happens if your spouse or yourself is is in one of those long-term care facilities, say five to seven years? Now you're talking about potentially spending down the majority of your assets, not a good idea. You need to have a plan for that. What happens if you get in an accident or uh, because of that accident, you're disabled? Uh, a death of a spouse. So what happens if your spouse passes away you know, and you lose income? Maybe it's a portion of the pension you're collecting. You know one of the social securities is going to be gone. So if you're married, 
the larger of the two social security stays, the smaller ones gone. So now you're reduced income right there. Or potentially what happens if you're forced to retire early, layoffs or a business goes under. Uh, let's be honest, not a lot of people are, look, uh, employers anyway, are out there looking to hire a 65-year-old knowing they may retire in a year or two and then they have to go back to the drawing board and retrain a new employee. Other factors could be inflation. Simply keeping up with the cost of living is going to cost you more in retirement. And another, stock market volatility. If you don't have your risk in check and something happens in the market, guess what? You're pulling off of those assets while they're down, double negative, bad. You could potentially run out of funds at the end of the day because of that. All right, we're talking with Sean Mueller from Mueller Retirement Planning, 248-988-9696. His website's just the name of his company, MuellerRetirementPlanning.com. All right, so we talked about some problems people have. Let's talk about some solutions here. You're a financial planner. Uh, give me some strategies here that make sure I won't spend down my retirement savings. I like to keep it really simple. I like to use bucket strategy. So rather than just seeing and looking at your retirement accounts as just a lump sum, well, let's break it up in different buckets. So maybe the first bucket, uh, that might be something that you would use the first two to five years in retirement. This is money that could be in cash or uh, cash equivalents. So it's easily available. Then you can break it up into the second bucket. So that could consist of slightly riskier assets uh, that you would earmark maybe uh, three to 10 years out. And then the third bucket, that could be earmarked for years 10 and beyond that. So those assets would be invested a little bit more risky. And as you get closer to, to those uh, later years, then you would just draw back the risk on, the, on that bucket. So just trying to break things up into different buckets really helps you get a better look at your retirement instead of just saying, look, I have X amount of money, this lump sum. How do I make just this lump sum work? Well, I'm like probably like the guy listening. I have some money that I, I set aside. It started out in a 401k, then a, then a rollover IRA. So really what I'm dealing with is just kind of a pile of assets that are sort of invested in, in an IRA or 401k. Can I do buckets inside of that? Or is there a process by which I transition out of that into the bucket strategy? Yeah. So if it's just sitting in a 401k, if it makes sense for you, it, 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 you know, you might want to roll that over into an IRA and there's other reasons for doing that. You can have a bucket strategy in an IRA, but then again, it might not be the most tax efficient for you. You might want to use, you know, those checking and savings accounts, those cash equivalents, money market accounts for a portion of your buckets, uh, maybe potentially some non-qualified uh, monies for another portion of those buckets. So those are the monies you've already paid taxes on, but potentially you'd pay capital gains taxes or dividend tax. Um, so yeah, you you can use those buckets you know, with IRAs and that, but I, I would recommend going above and beyond just having buckets inside your IRA or 401k. Is that something I could do by myself or the average do-it-yourselfer investor? Can he do that or do you have to get help from a financial advisor to do these buckets? I recommend you getting help because uh, if this is a new strategy for you and you're not really familiar with taxes and how that can really compound over time and affect your retirement, you might want to sit down with somebody and, and, and get some real advice. So uh, when's a good time to do that? When, when is a good time to evolve from being a do-it-yourselfer to getting the help of a financial advisor? Not, not when you retire. It's got to be before that. Right. Yeah. You want to start looking at this stuff five to 10 years out. Uh, the sooner the better at the end of the day. 
you don't want to wait to the last minute because it, there's other strategies that you can utilize five or 10 years out before you're retired, maybe to get some taxes off the table, get them in a different tax bucket for you as well. So just waiting to the last minute is definitely not the right way to go. Is there like a dollar amount once I get to six figures, do I need to get a financial advisor? Or once I get to seven figures in assets, should I get a financial advisor? Is there some sort of trigger on size of my assets? No, there's no size. The amount of assets you accumulate, that's going to be different for every single person. You know, 50000 for one person, it, that could be their whole life savings. So that's important to protect and grow that money. And they're still going to have to generate income off of that. On the other side, you know, a million dollars might not be uh, a huge amount for someone else. So I wouldn't focus so much on the dollar size. Um, it's just taking the right steps to sit down with somebody and get some professional advice. What also seems like you could be forced or you have a strong need to go see a financial advisor once you get the age of these federal programs, Social Security, Medicare, and you know you want help with all the rules, that should be the same guy that's helping you with all these other financial decisions. Absolutely. And as well, I always recommend especially if you're starting to look in some alternatives, you know, maybe you're doing some Roth conversions and that to sit down not only with your uh, financial planner, but really make sure your financial planner is teaming up with your CPA. I, I know a lot of people while they're working, they do their own taxes. You know, they basically take the standard deduction. And it's pretty simple. But when you start implementing some of these other strategies like Roth conversions and that, and then you start turning on Social Security, I would recommend sitting down with a CPA just to get some professional advice, just to make sure that you're not overlooking something because potentially you could throw your Medicare premiums up uh, to that next level. So you don't want to necessarily increase those. So tell me how you make this, the, these checks come in for 30 years. I, you know, I know it's possible because you've done it. Other people have done it. I see people retiring all the time, but just mentally speaking, what does it look like to have a 30 year plan of income streams? Yeah. So you want to create a budget. I would say that's the that's primary. You need to know how much you're spending. You need to know a rough estimate of how much you can spend in retirement. And then you really want to make sure you have your risk under control as well, because risk in a portfolio, especially when you're retired and pulling out of that portfolio is major. Like I mentioned before, if you're pulling income off your portfolio and we're having a down year, that's a double negative. That is a big no-no. You're never going to be able to make that up. So you got to plan for that. You got to plan for potential tax increases and skyrocketing healthcare costs. You know, things aren't getting cheaper. We know that. So you want to learn about all of your options and how to generate income in your retirement plan. And you got to keep up with the standard of living that all goes in with keeping up with inflation. And uh, you can't always do it yourself forever think about it. You're going to get to an age where you might slip a little bit mentally. You could forget, you know, some one or two main things and it could be crucial. I always like to tell people this as well, especially a married couple, because maybe your uh, spouse does it right now, but at some point, what happens if they predecease you and you don't have a relationship with a financial planner and maybe now you're 80 and you're going to, to interview financial planners it's nice to already have a relationship with with a, a financial professional before any of that happens. All right, this is Sean Mueller, Mueller Retirement Planning, 248-988-9696. The website is MuellerRetirementPlanning.com. 
Again, 248-988-9696. I'm James Parker, along with Sean Mueller. We'll be right back with more Retire Right. Turn your plans of yesterday into yes today. Don't wait another day for a routine checkup of your retirement plans. Text right to 248-988-9696. That's R-I-G-H-T to 248-988-9696. From the pitch swung at a little too soon. Strike three, you're out. To the joke told at the wrong time. To barely missing your connecting flight. This is the final boarding call for flight 109 to Chicago. Timing is everything. The same can be true for your social security benefits. Take them too soon and you could leave a lot of money on the table. Take them too late and you might spend down too much of your savings. Everybody's situation is different, but taking your social security benefits at the right time is important for your retirement success. Sean Mueller and his team at Mueller Retirement Planning understands social security and can help you make decisions that are best for you. Call 248-988-9696 to start optimizing your benefits today. That's 248-988-9696. Timing is everything. So don't delay. Call Sean Mueller and his team now, 248-988-9696. Firm is not affiliated with the U.S. government. Investment advisory products and services made available through AE Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Hi, this is Sean Mueller, founder and CEO of Mueller Retirement Planning, and I want to thank you for tuning in to today's program. I just want to let you know that you can now take Retire Right with you on the go. We are now listed on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Whether you're driving, running errands, or working around your home, you can listen to Retire Right wherever you get your podcasts. That's Retire Right with Sean Mueller. Thanks again. Now back to the show. You seem like a drum guy to me. I do own a drum set, but that's just I don't have enough friends to make a band, so I end up having to play everything myself. Playing instruments, yeah, I've got other passions. I bet you're really good with the spreadsheet, and that is far more valuable than acoustic guitar. Yeah, so maybe in retirement, I will pick up a new hobby and try new things. And I'll try and do some tax planning. We've made it back. This is Retire Right, brought to you by Mueller Retirement Planning. Welcome back. You're listening to Retire Right with Sean Mueller. I'm James Parker, along with Sean Mueller of Mueller Retirement Planning. And uh, you want to listen to him when we talk about these financial topics, because this is what he does during the week. And then he shares uh, his wisdom with you on the weekends here. 248-988-9696, the website, MuellerRetirementPlanning.com. We're focusing on Social Security for a little bit on today's show. And the reason why this is so important, you know, if you get this decision wrong, this could be a million dollar decision. Yeah, it could be well over a million dollar decision. So let me walk you through the math, James. Uh, the average Social Security benefit is roughly about $1,800 a month. So if you do the math on that, that adds up to nearly $650,000 over a 30 year retirement. And if you're married and you double that number, that's well over that million dollars. So over a 30 year period for a married couple that's actually about 1.3 million dollars all right so that starts to make sense and this is a big deal you know social security just isn't 1800 bucks a month when you think about how long you're going to live but how do you know when to start it at the right time how do you get information on when to start at the right time can you just call social security and rely on the guy on the other end of the phone yeah the social security administration those workers there all great people. However, they're not there to give you advice to maximize Social Security. They're just there to give you your options. 
what you want to do is sit down with a financial professional that can really take a look at what the best time for you to take Social Security is. For It's going to be different for everybody. Really what you want to do, and, and there's a few different strategies that you can go into. I mean, some for the longest time recommend delaying Social Security payments as long as possible because uh, that amount will continue to grow every month. They delay it all the way up to age of 70. So if you have other forms of income to cover your expenses uh, in your initial years of retirement, delaying Social Security could be a good way to boost your income later on. All right, Sean, I, when I'm thinking about Social Security, it, it can't be just so simple as let me go ahead and turn it on at age 70. It, it, not everyone has to max it out. That is correct. First, there's no way to know in advance if you did something 100% right with Social Security because there's just so many unknowns. You don't know how long you're going to live, how long your spouse is going to live, what the market's going to do. So there's always going to be what ifs. So again, life uh, expectancy, stock market volatility, you know, how will that affect your current investments and the amount of income you can draw off of them? So if the average household roughly, let's call is missing out on say 111,000 in unclaimed social security benefits because they took their benefit at the wrong time, some of it's just simply unknown. Well, I, I get the feeling a lot of this happens because we've done the numbers before on the show, somewhere around half of the people start social security within the first year that they're eligible because they just, they want to get their money now. They don't want to miss the checks. And so they're taking the haircut with them. Yeah, that's true. So that's the thing. They they turn it on at 62 and they just want their money. And that might not always be the best thing. Unfortunately, on one hand, financial advisors aren't really talking about this as far as I would say giving you real advice on Social Security. So potentially, let's just say if your average uh, household is missing out on $111,000 on unclaimed Social Security, to me, that's a pretty significant amount of money. And I wouldn't want to accidentally miss out on a benefit like that. So there's uh, a lot of variables that you know to consider before you start taking your Social Security. So, so I want to help you sort through all the different options uh, for you to claim Social Security, learn about the potential and the impacts on your decision uh, those impacts can have on uh, taxes and Medicare, uh, spousal benefits. I want to pinpoint the precise time for you to start taking Social Security to make sure you aren't missing out on that 10, 13, whatever, $50,000 in your lifetime because you made that wrong decision. You got to know all of your options. You got to run these scenarios in different market cycles. And you got to understand how much income you're going to need throughout the rest of your retirement with keeping up with inflation. I think a lot of people are surprised with uh, the, the level of complexity when it comes to Social Security because <clears throat> you have so many different rules that apply to different situations, whether it's a widow's benefits or you're divorced or it's, you know, the, the ex-spouse rules and the survivor spouse rules. And that overlaps with some of the disability rules. And then there's the early rules and there's the delayed rules. And then there's windfall elimination provision. There's all kinds of, of it's like a spider web full of rules. There's so many rules. I, I forget how many ways there are to collect Social Security, but it, it'll make your head spin. So to sit down and try to figure all of this out on your own, it's going to be a nightmare. And again, you can't rely on the Social Security Administration. They don't help you make these decisions. They can't give you, you know, all of the different uh, scenarios as far as how this scenario is going to affect you best. So they can give you different options and say, hey, you're entitled to this benefit at age 62. And this is roughly how much you're going to get. 
but they can't say, look, turning it on at 62 is the best option for you, potentially for a spouse. Uh, maybe one of them delaying it to age 70 makes sense. The other one turning it on at full retirement age makes sense. So you really have to sit down with a professional that can give you all of your options and plug it into your plan. Yeah, and this might be one of those litmus tests on whether or not you have a financial advisor or a broker or, you know, some guy who's actually looking advising you uh, from your own perspective rather than just being an order taker. And, hey, you want to buy some stocks? You want to buy some bonds? You want to, I don't know, buy some insurance maybe? Like, you might just be dealing with a salesman and not a fiduciary or a financial advisor if you're not having the Social Security talk. Yeah, I hear it all the time. There are so-called financial planners or financial advisors to get them in the door. They say, oh, they might talk about Social Security and help, you know, help them kind of go through the weeds and, and give them some some real options on when to take it. But at the end of the day, when it comes time for them to actually turn it on or delay it, they run from the topic. Uh, it could be too complicated for them to talk about. They don't want to actually do the research and they're confused by it. So sit down with a real professional that understands this like we do at Mueller Retirement Planning and we can help you. I want to hear the Sean Mueller response to the guy that says, I'm going to take my checks the first chance I get because I'm afraid it's going to go away. Yeah, I don't subscribe to that. I don't think it's just going to go away. I think we would have so many more problems if the government just pulled the rug out from retirees. For a lot of retirees, Social Security is a huge portion of their retirement income. So to just pull out the rug on them, you would have retirees sleeping on the streets. And we can't have that. We won't have that. Now, there's other things that, that can happen with their Social Security. Maybe uh, maybe they stop giving cost of living adjustments. Maybe they can reduce it a little bit. I still think that would be such last resort. It's a far fetch that something like that's going to happen because, again, it'd be a trickle down effect and we would have many more problems in the United States if they just rip Social Security away. Well, and also it, it just just politically nuclear. I mean, who on earth would be able to to vote for something like that or just stand by and let it crash? Yeah, I, I just don't see that happening. Social Security, worst case scenario, might get a little bit of a haircut, but it will. It, you should expect for it to cover some of your expenses. How do you start income on top of that? Yeah, so you can. Uh, you got to build a plan and really have those bucket strategies that we talked about earlier set up. So within those buckets, all right, each account has a purpose. There is a. a a specific amount of income that we can draw off of those safely. We're controlling risk in a portfolio. Do you have a pension? Great. Does that pension increase for cost of living? So we got to factor that in. What are the different survivorships on those pensions? So we got to factor all that stuff in. If you're a married couple and there's an age gap, well, you know, men typically die before women. And then if you have an age gap on top of that, we might have to maximize the husband's social security, knowing that he may uh, predecease his surviving spouse by quite a few years. That way, her social security goes away. We've maximized his. So now she can rely on a much higher social security benefit throughout the rest of her life. Well, Sean, also, it's been my observation that when it comes to time to take social security, I've had some family friends who are not very happy when they realize it's going to be taxed. Yep. The old uh, provisional income. And it will uh, basically guide you on how much will be taxed. Potentially for most folks, either 50% or 85% of their social security will be taxed. So even though you're reading your social security statement and it says you might be getting $2,300, $2,400 a month, well, you got to figure you're paying tax on that. 
Yeah, and uh, you know, I'm thinking of my dad here. He he wasn't very happy when uh, he found out his Medicare premiums come out of a Social Security check. It's like you're going to pay it anyway, but you know, just thinking you're going to get a check that is X amount of dollars, and then you take taxes and premiums out of it, and uh, it, it was quite a letdown. Yeah, you, and that's one of the things that you need to sit down with a professional because this isn't what everybody's thinking about. A lot of folks don't realize that Medicare premiums are coming out and how is that going to affect my social security payment? So they see this number on their statement and think, great, that I'm going to get all of that. That's just not what's going to happen at the end of the day. All right. Before we jump all into that, if you want to talk to Sean about any of these issues, whether it's social security, the Medicare issue, required minimum distributions, anything retirement or investing related, 248 248- 988-9696-248-988-9696. The website, MuellerRetirementPlanning.com. I'm James Parker, along with Sean Mueller. We'll be right back with more Retire Right. It's never too late to fine-tune your financial plans. To schedule your complimentary visit with Sean, text VISIT to 248-988-9696. That's VISIT to 248-988-9696. Errors when you're playing a game means, oh no, you're going to lose. Errors when you're talking about your finances means thousands of dollars. Yeah, you don't want to just throw away thousands of dollars, flush it down the toilet and just give it to the government and let them kind of blow it on frivolous stuff. Yeah, you know what? I think they get enough of my money, Sean. I believe they probably do. And I feel the same way. Welcome back to Retire Right with Sean Mueller and co-host James Parker. Welcome back. You're listening to Retire Right with Sean Mueller. I'm James Parker. And we're going through a few things that we think will help you get ready for retirement. We're going to talk about required minimum distributions. But look, if, you, if you're if you just joining us, you missed a great discussion of Social Security, a little bit of Medicare, a little bit of investing. We've already covered a lot. Go check out some of the past episodes, MuellerRetirementPlanning.com, and also the phone number if you want to talk to Sean at the office, 248-988-9696. But required minimum distributions uh, have a couple of shocking elements to them. Number one. It, I think this is the highest penalty in the tax code. Now, they even reduced it, and it's still the highest penalty in the tax code. Yeah, so if you're not familiar with what a required minimum distribution is first, uh, as you had mentioned before, those pre-tax accounts, those 401ks and those IRAs, at some point, the IRS is going to come knocking at your door and tell you, hey, you got to start withdrawing off of these accounts so we can start collecting our tax dollars. So if you make a mistake with your required minimum distribution from your IRA or other retirement accounts, the penalty for not taking the full amount of your RMD is 25% of the amount you should have taken out. So in addition to that, you're going to be paying taxes on that distribution. And if you think that's bad, it used to be 50% up until the end of last year where they reduced it to 25%. So that's uh, still ridiculous. What what do the the guy listen? What does he need to know about required minimum distributions that are facing him in his IRA? I just assume he has an IRA or four hundred one k. What does he need to know right now? You need to develop a way to access your retirement money that's tax efficient. There's a few steps in maximizing your retirement income. So in general, those four hundred one k distributions those are subject to a regular income tax, which effectively reduces how much you'll receive. So paying attention to your taxable income is helpful 
So you could uh, potentially avoid crossing the threshold up into a higher tax bracket. It's very important. So you don't want to push yourself up into an unnecessary higher tax bracket. Also, making what we would consider smart withdrawals, that can help reduce your taxes and help extend the life of your nest egg. So you, there's kind of this tax torpedo that folks talk about. So by you know delaying Social Security and, and then right around required minimum distribution age, you're getting more income, which then drives you up into a higher tax bracket. So you got to be careful of that. Looking at your non-qualified accounts, tax-deferred accounts, tax-free accounts. All right, which ones at which time is best at withdrawing monies off of there? And a withdrawal strategy can also help avoid costly penalties. So making sure that you have the proper plan, somebody help guiding you in which accounts is the most tax efficient for you to withdraw off of is crucial. Well, you talked about taking those smart withdrawals, those little strategic withdrawals, so you can manage your tax bracket when required minimum distributions kick in. But I guess you have sort of a narrow window to do that because required minimum distributions start in your 70s. And if you take it before your 60s, there's a, a penalty. The penalty goes away when 59 or 59 and a half. Which one is it? Yeah, 59 and a half. Yeah. So you really just have a small window there between that and required minimum distributions to actually get something in place. Yeah, you got to start early. You got to start planning for this stuff early. So if you're somebody even in their mid 50s, just because you're not withdrawing off of your uh, 401ks, your traditional IRAs, doesn't mean you can't start having some form of a strategy and potentially reducing your future taxes by really taking advantage of where we're at in the tax code right now. Yeah, and uh, I'm I'm on the side of the aisle that thinks taxes are probably going up. I would be on that same side. In uh, the end of 2025, we know those uh, 2017 tax cuts that uh, we received, those are set to sunset. So taking advantage of where we are as far as the tax code now is crucial. Again, they will sunset, meaning they will revert back to where they were pre-2017, and that is happening at the end of 2025. Yeah, and I don't mean to be all doom and gloomy on you, but we just have too much debt. We have too much spending, and they, they just love spending so much money in D.C. And whatever state capital you're in, they love it too. They're, they're probably at the, the city level too. They just People love spending money, and uh, they're necessarily, or we're necessarily going to have to pay for it with taxes. That's how they get elected. They promise everything. We're going to fix everything. We're basically going to spend, spend, spend to potentially continue to let the uh, economy grow and everything to be rainbows and butterflies. But guess what? There's no free lunch out there. There's no free lunch, but I like when you've talked on previous shows about sort of the trade-off of doing some Roth conversions now. So you go ahead, give the tax man a little bit of money now, and then later on, th that portion of your money is not going to have to go through that tax process again. There's no way to permanently avoid taxes. You're going to pay for it at some point in your life. So you could potentially start paying for that now by doing some Roth conversions, knowing that taxes most likely will be going up here in the future to set yourself up later on in life to pay less in taxes. So you have to really start taking advantage of where we're at now as far as taxes. So just not doing anything and saying, I don't want to pay any taxes now, or I don't want to pay any taxes in the future. Well, guess what? You're going to be paying more taxes in the future because you did nothing right now. And, and I would like to congratulate both of us, Sean, for not using the old, uh, the only two things in life that are certain are death and taxes cliche. 
because yeah. that, that gets overused in this scenario and we would never be uh, that unoriginal. But uh, 248-988-9696, you're listening to Retire Right with Sean Mueller. I'm James Parker. He's the financial advisor over at MuellerRetirementPlanning.com. And we're just talking about all things financial and retirement. And, you know, you had mentioned that uh, people who delay Social Security until age 70, and then they have to start taking money from their retirement savings, IRA or 401k, with these required minimum distributions at age 73, uh, that is uh, something that could push you into a higher tax bracket, whether you want to be there or not. You know, usually you think higher tax bracket, it's a good problem to have, but no one wants to pay more taxes than they have to. Yeah, those pre-tax accounts, those traditional IRAs, 401ks, great accounts while you're working, not so great while you're retired. It's actually really the worst uh, uh, tax account while you're retired because you know you're paying dollar for dollar on every single withdrawal. So by delaying and doing nothing, not always the greatest thing. You're going to pay more in taxes. And there's other things that come into that. And I actually have an example of a client. The husband was retired from Ford and the wife was uh, is a retired teacher. They delayed their social security until age 70. That was their goal. They wanted to maximize social security, so they delayed it. What they were doing, however, is they were pulling too much off of their retirement accounts. So as they approached that age 70, they were dwindling down their retirement accounts, and then they turned on social security at 70. The husband passed away two years later. So what does that do? Well, now the surviving spouse, she is down one social security payment, so hers goes away. And the majority of the retirement savings that they spent their whole life saving, she could barely make ends meet now because she can only withdraw such a small amount off of there. So they thought they were doing something smart. They thought, hey, we're going to take advantage of social security. We're going to delay it, maximize it. None of us have a crystal ball. None of us know when we're going to pass away. And unfortunately, if you pass away relatively young in your 70s and you delay Social Security that whole time, that's not the best way to go. So you have to plan for the unknown as well. And in this case, it really came back to bite them. And uh, it's sad to see when things like that happen, when they don't really have a better plan, where they didn't want to uh, come to seek that advice prior to turning on Social Security. They waited to come in to see us when it was already too late. So what's a common mistake people make? Is the most common one, I suppose, would be turning it on too early, but I'm not a financial advisor. I don't, what, what are other mistakes that people commonly make when they go? Yeah, you have, you have the turning it on early, 62 years old. And, and when you're you know, pulling out of your IRAs, depends how much you're pulling out of there. It depends on your lifestyle. And if you're taking out you know, a 6 7 8% withdrawal rate off of those IRAs just to keep up with your lifestyle, uh, not not great. And that's that's really in the event when you're delaying it. Taking it early, you know, you're not necessarily allowing it to grow. And as we all know, that's it. You get the cost of living adjustments on Social Security and you're going to get that extra additional bonus for delaying it. That does not mean you should delay it to age 70. So to understand the balance, we got to understand your actual situation and we can help guide you in you know, based on this scenario and that scenario, this is the most optimal time for you to turn on Social Security. Well, I like 
to hear the stories about the people who didn't know that they even qualified for a benefit. You know, there's women who were married to some guy for at least 10 years and they've been divorced forever. But once they reach some certain age, they can just go to Social Security and draw off of his benefit. He doesn't have to sign anything or even know that it's happening. And uh, I love hearing these people that just don't know the rules and are missing out on money. Yeah. And that's something we're going to help guide you in. And that's one of the first questions we ask, you know, have you been married before uh, and how long were you married for? To your point, a lot of these uh, divorcees, they don't understand that they can collect off of their ex-spouse's social security and they think he has to go and sign something and that's just not the way it works. So if you're one of those divorcees that have been married for uh, 10 years or longer, and maybe you didn't qualify for a social security benefit, you could still qualify for a portion of your ex-spouse's benefit. I speak from experience though. My, my mom's sister, my aunt, she was, she didn't even want her ex-husband to know where she lived, that she was getting a check, that is he going to get an email? Is he going to get a phone call? Is he going to get a letter in the mail? They're like, nope, nope. We're going to have no contact with him regarding this at all. This is just between you and social security. Yeah, he has no idea. Uh, this is something between yourself and Social Security. They're just taking a look at what his full retirement benefit would be at whatever his full retirement age is. And then depending on your age, you can maximize that and get up to 50% of what his would be at full retirement age. Or if you take it earlier than your full retirement age, you're going to get the reduced amount. Well, you had mentioned that the IRA rules required minimum distributions had been pushed back and there were some other changes in, in this recent legislation that's passed at the beginning of the year. Uh, did anything major affect Social Security in that? I didn't see anything huge in that that's really affecting Social Security. You know, the required minimum distribution ages definitely constantly change. So as you said, it was it's 73 now. And what they have in that latest bill is in 2033, it's going to go up to age uh, 75. So they're going to keep pushing that up. I haven't seen any major social security changes uh, when that bill got passed in December. Well, see, this has got to be the tough part about being the do-it-yourself or if you don't have a, a financial advisor, if you don't have a Sean Mueller, uh, you got to keep up with laws now. And I don't want to do that in retirement. Yeah. Uh, I get that all the time at some point, like we were mentioning before earlier, you know, how long can you do your own investing for your own retirement plan? And at some point, folks just kind of tap out and, the, and they just say, I've had enough. I'm tired of keeping up with all of this stuff. I'm tired of the market volatility. I just don't want to do it anymore. I want to go lay on a beach and just know someone's overlooking everything and everything's going to be good. All right, that's Sean Mueller from Mueller Retirement Planning. If you like what you hear, you want to call him at his office. Even if you just have a question, 248-988-9696. The website is MuellerRetirementPlanning.com. He'll plug you into the Mueller map, and we'll go ahead and get all this worked out, and we'll let him do all the worrying. You can do the relaxing retirement thing. You don't have to worry about the finances. That's exactly what Mueller Retirement Planning is for, 248-988-9696. The website is MuellerRetirementPlanning.com. I'm James Parker, along with Sean Mueller. We'll be right back with more Retire Right. It's never too late to fine-tune your financial plans. To schedule your complimentary visit with Sean, text VISIT to 248-988-9696. That's VISIT to 248-988-9696.
According to the U.S. Debt Clock, in the time you hear this commercial, our nation's debt will go up by $1.5 million. That's more than $2 billion a day. Right now, our debt is over $31 trillion and climbing fast. The question is, how do we pay it off? The answer is increasing taxes. Now think about your retirement accounts. Do you want to pay taxes on some of that money now when rates are historically low or later when rates are potentially higher? Whether you should pay taxes now or in retirement depends on a lot of things. Sean Mueller and his team at Mueller Retirement Planning know what to look for. Sean can help you create a plan so your retirement is as tax efficient as possible. Call 248-988-9696 to set up a visit with Sean Mueller and Mueller Retirement Planning. When taxes go up, will you be ready? Call now, 248-988-9696. Firm may not give tax advice. Investment advisory products and services made available through AE Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Hi, this is Sean Mueller, founder and CEO of Mueller Retirement Planning, and I want to thank you for tuning in to today's program. I just want to let you know that you can now take RetireRight with you on the go. We are now listed on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Whether you're driving, running errands, or working around your home, you can listen to Retire Right wherever you get your podcasts. That's Retire Right with Sean Mueller. Thanks again. Now back to the show. Turn your plans of yesterday into yes today. Don't wait another day for a routine checkup of your retirement plans. Text right to 248-988-9696. That's R-I-G-H-T to 248-988-9696. Welcome back. You're listening to Retire Right with Sean Mueller. I'm James Parker. Sean gets a little excited about the mailbag segment here. This is where we go through some of the questions that he fields during the week, being the founder and CEO of Mueller Retirement Planning. He gets all kinds of questions, and we take some of the better ones. We just type them out in a little uh, notepad file, and we leave it at the corner of the desk here in the studio. We call it the mailbag segment. You ready to hit up some of these questions, Sean? I sure am. Let's do it. All right. Now, listen to Sean, because some of these questions might apply to you. Uh, First question. What are you talking about when you talk about getting a second opinion on your plan? I'm not sure what that's supposed to mean. I like to use the healthcare check. So if you go to a doctor, a doctor tells you everything's okay, but you're not feeling well, guess what? You might want to go see another doctor. You might want to get that second opinion to ensure that he's not missing something. And that's the way I think of, you know, the second opinion on your finances. It's the same thing. You need to ensure everything checks out appropriately. Do you have uh, your buckets set up right? Uh, Which accounts are you going to generate for income? Which are geared more towards growth? Is each bucket the right size for you? Second opinions can save uh, you as far as, you know, your health goes. We all heard those stories, man, I I got a second opinion and something came up and luckily I went and got that or else things could have got really bad. It's the same thing with retirement. Even though you might have a plan, it doesn't hurt to get a second opinion and make sure that plan checks out. Yeah, I like the the metaphor there because that also overlaps with the the metaphor we use about the butcher versus the dietitian. You know, this is the doctor. He's going to check all your vitals and all your stats and make uh, recommendations according to what's best for your health. Same thing, the, the you know, the broker versus the the butcher versus yep. the dietitian broker versus the Sean Mueller. That's so, right. So yeah, that metaphor always uh, stands the test of time. All right, going through the mailbag segment here on Retire Right. Next question says, I saw an article the other day saying taxes can be one of your biggest expenses in retirement. 
how can that be right if I'm not working anymore and I've cut back in so many areas? How would I still be paying so much in taxes? Great question. Those required minimum distributions can be one reason. If you're uh, you're delaying taking any monies out of your IRA, you didn't do any Roth conversions, uh, every dollar you're pulling out of there could potentially push you up in that next tax bracket. So that's one reason. Those tax-deferred accounts, uh, as I mentioned, actually the worst type of account in retirement. Good while you're working, not great while you're retired. So uh, that's the required minimum distribution is one. Another one, those tax hikes we mentioned earlier, the 2017 tax cuts in Jobs Act that we were, we were talking about, those sunset at the end of 2025. So that's current law. They are set to sunset at the end of 2025. So the law states basically January 1st, 2026, taxes will go up. So if they do nothing, just assume they're going up. Cost of living is always going up as well. So that means if you have to withdraw more out of your uh, investment accounts to keep up with the rising prices, that's more money that you're getting taxed dollar for dollar as you're withdrawing out of those IRAs. Well, I've felt like the the guy asking the question really had a rose colored view of the future if he thought he was going to escape taxes in retirement. Because, you know, even if you, you don't have a regular paycheck coming in, those assets that you're taking from, is that in an IRA or 401k? It's going to be taxed just like income. Your social security is going to be taxed. If you get dividends from stocks, there's a tax for that. There's still a tax on your gas. There's still a tax on your house and on your car and everything you buy at the store. Oh, we're not getting, we're not getting away from taxes so easily, Sean. No way. And it, it, it just seems to be, be getting worse. So if you're not planning for higher tax rates in the future, you're missing out. And, you know, to your point, things are going to be sunsetting. Everything's getting more expensive. So just assume, hey, even though, yeah, you might have your so-called costs under control right now, uh, things are only going to get more expensive, which means it's only more money that you're going to pull out of your accounts and in turn, more taxes that you're going to be paying. Well, there's not a statistic for this, but just generally speaking, has it been your observation that most people pay less in taxes when they retire? I would say my observation is they're roughly right around the same tax bracket as when they were working. So a lot of times you want to keep that same lifestyle that you're living and that lifestyle costs money. So and and I've seen it many of times in retirement you actually end up spending more than when you were working. Maybe your grandkids live in California and you want to go visit them or fly them in whatever. Uh maybe you want to try all the new restaurants in town or uh, whatever it is. A lot of times you end up spending more in retirement even though you think in your head you're not going to. Now you have all this time on your hands. You want to do all the things you didn't have time to do while you were working. Yeah, well, and hobbies aren't free. You know, if, if golf is your thing, how much does it cost to play golf? Yeah, tell me about it. Hobbies aren't free. All this stuff with the kids right now. I've got little ones paying for all their little hobbies. It's it, everything just adds up. And uh, you're gonna you're gonna get a little more generous at Christmas time with your grandkids too. That, that has been one of my observations. All right, Sean, we're rolling through the mailbag segment here. Uh, ready for another question? Yes, we are. Let's do it. All right. This is a quick one. The question here for the mailbag, she says, my granddaughter is getting married soon. So I've been thinking about more family changes to come. Is is there anything in there you read besides beneficiaries, uh, you know, when, when the family changes happen? Yeah. It, well, it depends if you have a trust. Uh, maybe you want to leave that grandkid a certain amount of money in your trust. So that's something to look at. 
Uh, do you want to leave uh, or do you want to pay for their college? That's something that you could set up. So maybe you just want to set up maybe a 529 account that you fund for them, or maybe it's a, an UTMA account. So a minor account that you can put monies in for them for a later date. So yes, there's, when you see family changes to come, you know, that normally indicates potentially uh, new little ones running around. You know, those are good ideas. And I don't know if I should feel guilty for not doing more for my kids along those lines or just uh, be happy that I think I'm going to be in a better position to do more for my grandkids along those lines. Yeah, that happens a lot. You can't always pay for your kid's college and all of that. But, you know, the more uh, you, you work, you, you, when you start having grandkids, you're usually earning the most you ever had in your career. So at that point, you're a little bit more prepared to help your grandkids, I would say, rather than your kids when you're just trying to figure it all out when you got little ones running around and everything's so expensive and you're still building in your own career. All right, this is Sean Mueller from Mueller Retirement Planning. If you have a question for the mailbag segment, or if you just want to call him in the office and, and ask him yourself, 248-988-9696, 248-988-9696. And don't be shy. Listen, we covered a lot this show. We talked about Medicare, Social Security, stocks, investments, IRAs, beneficiaries even, anything financial. This is what Mueller Retirement Planning was built for, getting you ready for retirement, getting you through retirement. And the goal isn't to make you rich. It's so that you can continue in the lifestyle you're accustomed to. That is our definition of a successful retirement. And uh, that's what Sean does. That's right. So don't wait. Come in. Either give us a call at 248-988-9696 or go directly to our website at MuellerRetirementPlanning.com book your appointment now. We'd love to see you here in the office. Uh, and thank you all for listening. All right. We'll be back to do this again next week. This has been Retire Right with Sean Mueller. Retire Right is the name of our radio show. It is used solely for marketing purposes and should not be seen as a promise or guarantee of investment results or preservation of principle. Investment advisory products and services made available through AE Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Insurance products are offered through the insurance business, Mueller Retirement Planning, Inc. Mueller Retirement Planning is also an investment advisory practice that offers products and services through AE Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor. AEWM does not offer insurance products. The insurance products offered by Mueller Retirement Planning, Inc. are not subject to investment advisor requirements. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as a sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation. Mueller Retirement Planning is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during the show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Mueller Retirement Planning, Inc. This radio show is a paid placement.